when you really think about it, how self-centered is that to think like that? Like, it has nothing to do with us. It has everything to do with her being a mother. And this is just how we behave. Welcome to Step Struggles. I'm your host, Brooke, and I'll be discussing common issues we face in blended families. All too often, step-parents feel alone while navigating the tough times. My goal is to shine a light on these topics and perhaps provide a fresh perspective to those who are needing one. Let's discuss this week's struggle. Happy Friday. I hope everyone has had a good week. Uh, I know things for us have been a little crazy. We flew out to see my stepdaughter graduate grade eight and we thought it would be a really good idea to book a flight at bedtime for the baby and figured that he'd just sleep the whole way because why wouldn't he? So of course the four-hour flight was spent trying to entertain him and stop him from playing with the tray in the seat in front of him, kicking his legs at the seat, touching people's heads from over the seat, playing with the window shutter, and four hours of that gets really exhausting. And then as we start landing and the flight is almost over, he falls asleep. And then his brother follows suit. So now we have two sleeping children as the plane is landing. And (laughs) it wasn't ideal. Screaming toddler all through the airport because he was mad that we woke him up. And his brother was just so out of it. I felt so bad for him. He kept trying to curl up on chairs in the airport to go back to sleep. And he just didn't know where he was. So it was not ideal. We had booked a hotel. So... We would be right by the airport. We could put them right to bed. We get there. They tell us that they've overbooked the hotel and that they are going to have to shuttle us to another hotel. So by the end of it all, it was 2.30 a.m. By the time we got the kids to sleep, it was so hot there. I was so irritated. It got to a point where we just kind of started laughing. And what else do you do, right? So uh, yeah, it was a good start, but um, things did get better from there. And we had a good visit with some friends, some family, and it was kind of a whirlwind if we were all over the place, as always seems to happen when we go to visit. But it was really great to get the chance to see people and watch my stepdaughter graduate. And um, that was pretty emotional. And then we were there to bring the kids home as well. And my stepdaughter tested positive for COVID the night before we were flying out. So, you know, everything surrounding the flights seemed to be kind of a bit of a wrench in the plan. But all in all, it was good. My stepson is here now. He's reconnected with his buddy and he seems to be having a really good time. And it's just so good to have him back. And I just, I can't wait to have my stepdaughter here too. It feels like there's a void without her for sure. I'm I'm very um outnumbered here now. There's four boys and me and it's just, you know, a lot of Pokemon and Minecraft and just stuff that I'm not all that interested in. So she'll fly out on Tuesday and um all will be right with the world. She's doing okay. She's not overly sick, coughing a bit, sleeping more than usual but aside from that she's doing all right and a lot of her friends have it so they're they're able to just sit around and text in the group chat so 
Um, yeah, she's doing all right. And hopefully it will stay that way and everything will be behind us soon. For this week's episode, I thought that I would kind of just discuss some things that happened while we were away. And I realized that there are some situations that happen now that I handle so differently and it results in me feeling different. I know that oftentimes we talk about the growth that we experience as stepmoms and how far we've come and how we do have choices, even if we can't control other people, but we can control our reaction to other people. And it's just, it's always a little vague. So I thought that this would be a good opportunity to kind of explain that in actual, you know, an example. So I'm going to do that and just talk to you about something that happened and, and how differently I responded to it than I would have, you know, four or five years ago. So my stepkids have been sick in the past couple months. And every time they get sick, I ask if they've tested for COVID and they say no. And so now we are flying out at 545. We're picking them up in the morning on Sunday. And at 11 o'clock at night on Saturday night, we get a text saying that she's tested positive for COVID. So my knee jerk reaction to this news is why would she test her now? She hasn't tested her in so long she's doing this to be spiteful and then I start like spiraling but only briefly and years ago I would have gone into this whole thing you know where I would have spiraled gotten so angry we probably would have fought about it it probably would have been you know just a whole thing where I would have ended up so irritated and just non-stop talking about it and venting about it to anybody that would listen to me and it would just continue making me so angry but Now I am able to stop myself before it starts getting there and took a step back and thought, what do I really want in this situation? Would I have wanted her to come if she has COVID? No. Do I want her sitting on a plane with all of these other people while she's infected with COVID? No. Do I want her to be around her brothers and potentially give it to them and then prolong all of their summers because... We're going to have to be quarantined for that much longer because now it's run through the house and anybody else who she's come in contact with during the time leaving there to the time we would have tested her when we got here. No, I don't want any of that. So why am I sitting here and thinking that she shouldn't have tested her? Because the responsible thing to do was to test her. And whether or not she's tested them before, that doesn't really matter. It plays no part in what the end result is. And so in thinking about the situation and just being able to take a breath and take a minute to think about the outcome that I really want instead of just focusing on, you know, I'm angry because she can't come. I'm disappointed that this has happened. Now we have to reschedule her flight. Now she's going to have to fly here by herself. Now she's missing 10 days that we were supposed to have with her, that she was supposed to have here with us, with her brothers, and starting her summer off quarantined with COVID. I'm upset about that. Am I upset that her mom tested her? No. Is it her mom's fault for testing her that she is now quarantining for 10 days? No. That is what you're supposed to do. That is the responsible thing to do. And if they were with me, 
or if it were my biological children and they were sick and I sent them on a plane and then they were sick away from me, I would be devastated and I would be so worried and I would just want my baby with me. So how can I blame her for wanting the same thing for herself? So if I were to do that, if I were to test my kids to make sure that they were okay and they were healthy before I sent them on a trip for eight weeks, that would be because I'm caring for my children, because I want to be there for them, because I'm going to worry about them being away from me, being away from their home, and not being with me while they're sick, and me not being able to care for them and know what's going on. But then when she does it, then I'm sitting here thinking that she's doing it because she wants to spite us like when you really think about it how self-centered is that to think like that like it has nothing to do with us it has everything to do with her being a mother and this is just how we behave you know so I just think that in these scenarios when we start spiraling down and just like we want to be mad and we want to blame somebody and so often, Biomom is the perfect scapegoat to start looking to, right? And we want to get mad at her and we want proof that she's terrible and that she does things to ruin us and she does things just to make us upset or to, to put a wrench in our plans. But really, a lot of the time, the, it isn't in their control. And it also, they aren't thinking about us necessarily. I mean... Sometimes I know that there are bio moms out there that do make it their mission to um, make your life more difficult. They're jealous. They're angry. They want to get back at their ex. They hate everything that you represent. And so they want you to pay for that too. And I know that those, those bio moms are out there. But next time something happens, try to take that moment and just think, am I wanting to blame her because it's the easy thing to do and not thinking about this rationally and then so often just giving them the benefit of the doubt actually makes our life easier and I know initially it won't feel like you want to give them the benefit of, of the doubt because they have done things and you you know them so well because you've talked about them so much with your partner or, you know, you've discussed these situations that have happened so many times and your interpretation of it that you think you know them so well. But really, you only know the version of them that you have wanted to know. And you only see them in the light that you want to see them in. So try to give them the benefit of the doubt and just notice, even if it's not, it, even if they don't deserve it, even if it's not right, even if they are to blame for all of these things and they are a terrible person just assuming the best in someone actually has a really um, positive effect on the way we think on the way we feel and it will make you happier in your blended family it will make your stress level come down it will make the tension in your family come down It'll make the people around you happier because you won't be so fixated on proving that this person is so terrible that you will try anything to, you know, convince as many people as you can and keep talking about it and keep reinforcing the fact that, see, they're so bad. So because they did this, they did that. And you're only focusing on what you want to focus on. So just try it. The next time something happens, just try to think, 
they're doing this for their kids or this is not exactly how I'm imagining it to be, you know, that maybe she isn't trying to hold her back. Maybe she isn't trying to make our life more difficult. Maybe the point is, is that she was trying to do the responsible thing. And, you know, had she not done that, then would I have thought that was super irresponsible of her not to test her daughter before she put her on a plane, you know? I know so often we want the bio mom to see us as a parent, to give us the respect, to, um, you know, give us a chance. And we don't always do the same for them. So I think just starting to see them as a good person and to see them as a mother and as someone who cares about their child and someone that does want to do the right thing for their kids. It can really help you to start changing the narrative around the bio mom in your life. And it starts to make you feel lighter. You stop trying so hard to find something wrong and to all the focus on the negative stuff really only makes it worse for you because then everything you do is like everything she does. You try to twist it into proving that what you think of her is right. So even if it's something that's not so bad, you will take it as evidence to you being right. And our brains just want to do this. Our brains want to be right. So they do. it gathers evidence to prove that we are right. So just try to challenge your own thoughts and try to see things in a different way and just see how it changes your mentality and your mood and the overall feel of your blended family situations because it truly can help and I know that if somebody told me this five years ago, I would have told you, you don't understand. You don't know what it's like. You don't know how many things that have happened. But when I look back now, were they that bad? Mm, probably not. Did I maybe make things worse by trying to prove my point or really trying not to see her side or just trying to prove that? What we were doing was right and what she was doing was wrong. And it didn't even matter if that was true or not, because I just want to prove the point, you know. So try to show her the same respect that you would want to be shown and just think about it if it was your friend and her kids, you know, try to step outside of the situation and not see it as your blended life. And with all of the emotions and all of the feelings that that has come with, just try to step back, try to take a minute and give her the benefit of the doubt for your own sanity, for your own mental health, for your own family dynamic and the vibe of your life, because that is what you need to focus on. And that is what you want to change, right? So try it. Just see how it goes. That was that was mainly the the biggest situation that happened while we were gone. Aside from that, we went to a theme park. The kids had a lot of fun, went to play at the beach, played with the kids friends, saw some of my family, went swimming. It was a good time. And we also didn't fight about visitation while we were there because we decided that we were going to be very reasonable and just let bio mom decide because we are going to be taking the kids for eight weeks after this trip. And so we simply asked her what would be 
fair, you know, that we wanted to take them to this theme park. Would that be okay? My mother-in-law wanted to take the kids out for dinner to celebrate my stepdaughter. And we just asked her, you know, totally understand if you don't want us to take them, but like really think that they'd have fun doing these things. But again, it's up to you. Just let us know. She's like, yeah, of course, they would really like that. That would be great. And it just, everything runs so much smoother when we lead with respect and stop trying to get her to do what we want because we think that that's what is reasonable. If we just show her the same respect that we want her to show us, I mean, it's, it's worked a lot better. So I know I'm... I'm really advocating for Biomom here, but I'm not really. What I'm, what I'm, the point I'm trying to make is that if you just let yourself be happy and stop focusing on all of those negative things that come, then even if she is trying to be spiteful, what is it doing for you to focus on that? You know, who cares? Try to see the good in what she's doing or the situation and it will make you feel better and this isn't for her I know a lot of people are probably thinking she doesn't deserve that she doesn't deserve me to be respectful to her she's not respectful to me so kill her with kindness then and that can make you feel better if you're really really nice and respectful to somebody and you're doing it just to prove that you're nicer and you're more respectful that can still be a way of making yourself feel better, but not stooping. So don't get all wrapped up in it. You know, if she's a terrible person, she's going to be that way, whether you prove it or not, whether you try to get her to come around or not. But you assuming that she is doing the right thing or you seeing the good in the situations that are happening, that will make you happier overall. And it is about you. And I want you to feel happier and lighter and not be caught up in all this drama and negativity and just constantly because I know how it is you fixate on it and that's all you can think about and you just get so mad every time you think about it whereas if you train your brain to think she's doing this for her own reasons that in her mind are good or even just being like you know what this is better in my situation right now it's better that the other kids aren't all getting covid and that it's not running through my family, and that we're stopping it there, and that we still get to take the boys out and do fun things with them while her mom is caring for her and taking on that responsibility. So this, in the end, does work out better. I hate that we're missing the time with her, but again, how close would we be to her anyways? Because she has COVID. So it's not like we'd be snuggled up on the couch watching movies together because that's too much of a risk. So... Just try to see the good in in the situation. And even if it's hard to find, you know, there's something that you can focus on that is beneficial. If you're having trouble finding it, message me on Instagram and I will help you to see where the positive is. And hopefully that will help to take some of the weight off and make you just feel a little bit better in your step family life. So again, I've rambled about this, but I just really wanted to kind of show what I mean when I say that, you know, I've changed my mindset and that I feel I've really grown over the course of being a stepmother because 
again, everyone says it and often it's just so vague and you're, it's, you know, it's hard to, to find a concrete example. So I hope this helped. I know some of you are probably irritated listening to me talk about this because I know years ago I would have felt that way. So I'm sorry. And, but I promise you will get here one day and it'll all make sense. Hope everybody has an amazing weekend and I will talk to you again next week. Have a good one, guys. Thanks for listening to this episode of Step Struggles. If you are wanting to discuss what you're struggling with, I do offer step family coaching at strugglingstepmom.com. I'm also always open to chat on Instagram at the struggling stepmom. If you'd like to weigh in on our struggle of the week, give me a follow and watch for the question box in my stories. Thanks again and talk to you guys next Friday.